When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can and even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. 100 times an hour, someone in the United States is arrested for having marijuana, according to the data provided by TheUncovery.org. More specifically, disproportionately and appalling, but not shocking, is that a black person is nearly four times more likely to be arrested than a white person. Over the last 20 plus years, the American Civil Liberties Union, otherwise known as the ACLU, has been studying and publishing reports, articles, and toolkits relative to the war on drugs, the war on marijuana, and the harmful and egregious differences in treatments between various demographics. Published in 2020, the ACLU found that, quote, while marijuana arrests were only down by 18% overall since 2010, police still made more than 6 million marijuana arrests between 2010 and 2018, end quote. They also reported in 2018, there were almost 700,000 marijuana arrests, which accounted for more than 43% of all drug arrests nationwide. Furthermore, according to the FBI, in 2018, police made more marijuana arrests than for all violent crimes combined. Yes, you heard that right. And yes, what you're thinking is correct. While some people have the opportunity to enjoy their highest life, reach new levels of comfort with cannabis use, or experience success within the cannabis industry, Others, mostly black people, are still going to jail and in some cases serving real time. Sponsored by Democratic Representative Jerry Nadler of New York and with a slim bipartisan 220 to 204 vote, the House recently approved H.R. 3617, also known as the Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement Act, or the MORE Act, to federally decriminalize marijuana. Language included in the bill will prevent federal agencies from denying federal workers security clearance for cannabis use and will allow the Veterans Administration to recommend medical marijuana to veterans living with post-traumatic stress disorder. The bill will also expunge the records of people convicted of nonviolent cannabis offenses. It also authorizes a sales tax on marijuana sales, thus adding revenue to the federal budget. To discuss this further, we have today's guest a woman who has been covering the decriminalization of marijuana for the last two years in Chicago and nationally, Danielle Sanders, managing editor for the Chicago Defender and national news director for Real Times Media. This is our daily story, and I am your host, Ramses Ja. Danielle Sanders, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. 
Absolutely. I've been looking forward to this conversation. Too. It's important. Yes, indeed. So now we know the vote has passed through the House and is making its way to the Senate. Can you provide us an overview of what has gone into getting the bill to this point? Well, actually, this has been uh, quite a few decades, actually, in the making. They actually submitted the uh, Moore Act back in December of 2020, where it passed in the House and failed in the Senate. But if you if you kind of go back historically, you know, having cannabis put on the federal controlled substance list as early as the 1930s, and it was really done as another way to basically incarcerate black and brown people in urban communities. So if you're looking at this historically, uh, this bill is extremely significant because we're talking about decades of prohibition. Mm, Absolutely. So now that we're here, what are the next steps for getting the Moore Act through the Senate? Well, right now, the biggest opposition right now is Republicans, (laughs) Republican opposition in the Senate. So right now uh, we would need about, well, I say we, but the uh, Congress would need about 10 Republican um, senators to to vote uh, in favor of this bill. And right now they have four and maybe five. So as uh, Republicans are looking into this bill, and there is a possibility that some more will come on board primarily for the financial uh, benefits that come with the legalization of cannabis, but it is highly unlikely experts are saying that this is going to pass in the Senate, this go round again. Okay. Well, besides the Republican opposition, are there any other obstacles that are in the way of this bill becoming law? That's that's the main one. You know, cultural attitudes surrounding cannabis and cannabis use have been slowly evolving over the years. And studies have shown that the majority of Americans are in favor of legalizing cannabis and removing it from the federal controlled substances list. So I really think our political leaders right now are are the main obstacles. Sure, sure. Now, hypothetically, how will the MORE Act impact the Black community specifically? It's extremely impactful in a number of ways. Obviously, the first and probably most important is the decriminalization aspect. So what that does is basically so many millions of Black and brown people who were incarcerated, whether for possession, distribution, they have opportunities to have those records expunged. Mm. And that's major. That removes a felony off of your record. And we know if you have felony convictions, it's harder to get work. It's harder to get housing. It's harder to support your families. And these people can actually be allowed to work in the cannabis industry right now. Ironically, if you have a felony nonviolent conviction with cannabis, you can't work at a dispensary, which Hmm. is, you know, bizarre, but that enables them to actually get into this industry if they want. So it's economic opportunities and upliftment and, and removing that, that stigma that comes with a felony conviction. So that's first and probably most important. And then second, the MORE Act is supposed to 
somewhat level the playing field. So basically okay. the revenue that comes from marijuana sales is supposed to be reinvested into the communities that were disproportionately affected by incarceration rates and by the criminalization of this substance. So they're supposed to be reinvesting those dollars into those communities to allow black and brown people to have more opportunities. You know, here in Chicago, our state's attorney, Kim Fox, one of the things she ran on was the idea of decriminalizing marijuana. And when she was elected, one of the first things she did was expunge the records of nonviolent drug offenses in reference to cannabis, which was unprecedented. And it really created an opportunity for those individuals to re-enter society in a new way without the stigma of having felony attached to their names. Okay. Very good. Um, I, I do remember reading about the social equity programs and the social equity licenses and things like that. So yeah, glad to know. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com B-I-N today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot B-I-N. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 
Joining us today to discuss the Moore Act is Danielle Sanders, managing editor for the Chicago Defender and the national news director for Real Times Media. All right. How difficult will it be for people with marijuana offenses to be able to participate in the new billion dollar industry? The Moore Act will help bolster. Well, if the MORE Act is passed, it, it does create a pathway for those impacted negatively to actually begin to um, work in this industry and participate in this money-making industry. Sure. Like I've told people, this industry right now has made in 2020 over $25 billion in sales. And According to Forbes, they're expected to grow over 160% to almost $65 billion in sales by 2030. That is a significant amount of money. Mm -hmm. And to be able to have a piece of that, whether as a dispensary owner, as someone who works at a dispensary, or even those who, who want to create the farms and locations where you actually grow the substance, it creates a pathway for Black people to actually have a seat at those tables. Okay, very good. Now let's get into the, the conversation. What are some of the, the major pros and cons that advocates and proponents are currently debating? Yeah. Well, right now, you know, it's kind of the same. I don't want to say myths, but somewhat myths that, you know, marijuana is a gateway drug to criminality, mm -hmm. which was proven back in the 1930s not to be true mm -hmm. when they did the marijuana report. The mayor of uh, New York at the time, Mayor LaGuardia, actually commissioned a study that basically dispelled all the myths uh, that was put out by the then commissioner of narcotics. Um, it was essentially what we would call in today's time, you know, fake news, <laughs> where there were reports that marijuana um, led to criminal behavior, marijuana led to schizophrenia and psychosis and insanity and all these really bizarre claims that have perpetuated throughout the years. So proponents of the drug are really highlighting some of the medical benefits, some of the mental uh, benefits too. It's been proven to help people who suffer from anxiety, ADHD, and really kind of highlight some of the research that has gone between the 30s and now mm -hmm. to show what the benefits of uh, cannabis use are. People who are against this opponents um, are still kind of hammering on, hey, you're going to be letting a bunch of criminals be able to participate in this capitalism and, and make a profit and they're against it. So you're really seeing who's going to benefit best. Who's going to benefit? Hmm. Are we going to allow people who we put in prison and penalized and punished just be completely blocked out of this, this now $30 billion industry and allow, you know, quite frankly, a bunch of people who do not look like us to profit off of something we've been incarcerated with. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I think those are the big debates right now. Okay. All right. Now, as the ACLU notes in their 2020 research report, the states that have not participated in any type of legalization have seen their arrest numbers increasing uh, mm -hmm. over just the last several years relative to marijuana. How will the passing of this federal legislation impact those states moving forward? Well, right now, I think as it stands, there are about 36 states that have legalized uh, marijuana for medical use mm -hmm. and about 19 states that have legalized mar marijuana for recreational use. The states that have no legislation uh, right now still under the MORE Act would be able to 
legalized or not in their own individual states. Okay. But studies have already shown that states that have uh, legalized cannabis use have seen the numbers of those nonviolent uh, drug offenses decrease over time. And that's in, in urban areas, quite frankly, like Chicago, like New York, that have been kind of, or California, that have been kind of on the forefront of legalizing uh, the drug. So you see the decrease in those numbers, and that affects these mass incarceration rates that we have all across the country. With 60% or more of people who are incarcerated being incarcerated for nonviolent drug offenses. Wow. Okay. Now, how about this? Um, you mentioned there's a lot of um, Republican opposition. Is there anything that we can do as citizens to support this bill? Absolutely. It, it, you know, it really speaks to, again, the power of your voice and the power of voting, particularly as we approach midterm elections. We have got to have people in office on every level, particularly federal level, that support this bill. And this is why those elections, our, our reps and our senators is so important. It's important to know what their positions are. And it's important to make your voice heard via email, uh, phone calls to your, your legislators. In addition, there are community or advocates and organizations like the ACLU, like cannabis companies like CureLeaf, that are, are actively pushing Congress to pass this act. So it's about pushing that public support. And the more you let your legislators know this is something that you want passed, it, it, it takes all of that. <laughs> mm. Okay, very good. Now, with you personally, how can we keep up with the work that you're doing? Uh, maybe your website, any social media, anything like that? Yeah, um, you can find my work always every day on the Chicago Defender website at chicagodefender.com. Mm -hmm. And you can follow me on social media. Everybody calls me Danny. So my uh, social media handle is Danny Sanders Official, uh, D-A-N-I-E, all one word on Instagram and Twitter. I'm all over the place. <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure to talk to you today. Thank you very much for your insight. Once again, our guest today is Danielle Sanders, the managing editor for the Chicago Defender and the national news director for Real Times Media. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much. Yes, indeed. And before we go, I'll leave you with this. Now, in 2022, we have data points spanning decades, egregious class and racial disparities playing a significant role in access, treatments, and punishments, and negative implications to reinforce across all these spectrums. When will our country be able to collectively say enough is enough? Have we finally arrived at this long sought after moment in time? Will the powers that be now be able to call a spade a spade or more candidly, a plant a plant? We are dealing with facts now, not fiction. There is no denying the numbers, the taxpayer dollars wasted, the harmful stereotypes and stigmas, the lives uprooted and in some cases lost. These destructive elements that continue to permeate through our nation should be clear reason enough to finally get the Moore Act signed into law. With that, it seems only logical for the Senate to move forward, vote in the affirmative, and get this bill to the president's desk for a signature. Prioritized, designed, and facilitated for peace, love, equity, and whole health, the high life should truly be available for any and everyone. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show was produced by Chris Thompson. 
Follow us on all social media at Our Daily Story Podcast. I am your host, Ramses Ja. Join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on Our Daily Story. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.